Say that. There's no one like you, Jesus. Say that over your own life right now. There's no one like him. There's no one like him. There's no one like him. Jesus. What I literally saw in the spirit was every time we said the name of Jesus, we punched the devil in the face. Every time we said the name of Jesus, the chains that had you bound started to break. Every time we say the name of Jesus, that part of your body that felt like it wasn't healed, you stepped into your healing. So right now, I need us to actively participate in this moment and declare the name of Jesus. Let's lift that up one more time. Let's lift that up. Let's lift it up. Come on, say it for yourself. There is no one like you. There is no one like you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come on, don't let me get it for you. Get it for yourself right now. There is no one I don't know why you came today, but I came to lift up the name of Jesus. I know we might be getting ready for a message. We're used to three songs and announcements, and then we go to the message, and then maybe we'll sing a song on the way out. But how many of you know, if we don't wait on the next thing, God is already moving in the present thing? And I just want to go ahead and make an announcement. We intentionally knew that today worship was going to go a little bit longer. Because we've been in a series for six weeks where we've been hearing from great men of God from all over the nation, great words of encouragement. We're not in a new series today. We'll be starting a new series next week. But every now and again, God wants you to take a pregnant pause. Every now and again, he wants to come in and refresh you. Every now and again, it's not about what the preacher is going to say. It's about what he's already saying on the inside of you during the moments of worship. 
Let me share with you really quickly in vulnerability. Because sometimes we need to know that we're not the only ones going through certain things. As I knew that we were not starting a series this week and we had kind of like a standalone week, I started to ask the Lord, what do you want me to preach this week? What do you want me to speak? And very quickly, very succinctly, I heard him really prompt me that he wanted me to deal with faith today. Some of y'all saying, all right, I'm going to tell you how I went this week. I probably wrote this message three or four times because every single time I would get to a certain point where I would talk about certain things at faith and then I would get to this stopping point. And after about the third time, the Lord kind of just nudged me. It was like, you wasting a whole lot of time. You can keep trying to write something that you want to say that sounds good, that might be put together well. Or you can say the few things that I told you to say and you can leave me room to move. So in a moment, I will share a few things, maybe for about 15 or 20 minutes. But what we are really here today to do is to take a deep breath of his spirit. I want you to do this with me. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out. Take another deep breath in. Blow it out. One more time. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out. What you just did as you're breathing in the presence of the Lord. And what I want you to know is that his presence is not relegated to these four walls. His presence is not relegated to when you have the worship leaders on the platform. His presence is not relegated to a pastor or a preacher prompting the moment. He wants you to live in his presence each and every moment that you have. But there are some things that happen when we come together in a congregation of believers. The Bible says, where there are two or three gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. And so, just for a moment, we're just going to flow for a moment. We're just going to sing the name of Jesus. And in this next moment, I want you to start to trade off those things that have been heavy laden on you and start to take in the name of Jesus. Because when you take on the name of Jesus, what you're doing is you're calling victory into your circumstance. When you declare the name of Jesus, what you're saying is, I might feel this particular way in my body, but I'm operating in faith that you've already healed my body. So just for a moment, I don't care what you need to do. If you need to come down to the altar, if you need to step into the aisle, I already know that this service was going to be a little bit different. We were in corporate prayer this morning, and we were just talking. You know, Pastor Tad and I said it's already feeling unique today. And so what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to miss what God is doing in this moment, waiting for another moment. Literally, chains can be broken and deliverance can happen simply in worship. So let's just lift up our hands right quick. I want to invite you again. The freedom of the Lord is in this place. If you feel like you need to bow down, if you feel like you need to come to the altar, if you feel like you need to walk around, it's okay. But we're just going to lift up the name of Jesus and see where the Lord takes us in this next moment. Let's worship.
the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Feel this room. the temple of the Holy Spirit. He's making you anew. He's changing your habits. He's breaking strongholds. He's healing marriages. Spirit have your way. Holy Spirit have your way. 
is doing something really special in our hearts. Setting captives free in this moment, breaking chains in this moment. And we don't want to miss it. As Pastor Jamal just said, there is a healing balm in the room. And I just heard this word. This is not what I intended to share, but as he was singing that song, I heard that not only is the Lord filling this room, but as we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that he is healing this room. He is healing this room. See, I know that there is talk about a variant and this and that. But how many of you know that if we're going to be founded on faith, we have to understand that we're already healed, that we're already covered? So I just want to read this, and then I want us to lift that up, heal the room, heal the room. I'm going to share a few things. It's going to be very quick, but I believe God is already moving. For some of you in the room, he's already spoken something to you that's going to equip you for the whole week. But the Bible says this in Isaiah 61 titled, The Year of the Lord's Favor. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Somebody touch your chest right now and say, the Lord has anointed me. He's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The Lord is trading off those hard things in your life and he's giving you beauty for them. He wants to give you the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair they will be called oaks of righteousness a planting of the Lord to display his splendor hear me by the Spirit right now the Lord has called you to be put on display for his splendor and God doesn't put anything on display that's broken he only puts on display those things that are whole and so no, even if you think that you're not whole, if you came into this place and you felt like there were some things broken in your life, I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord that he's healing you right now. Yeah. Say amen if you receive it. He's healing you right now. When something is put on display, it's put forward. It's put in a prominent position. It's put in a place of value. And I want you to know no matter what somebody told you, you are valuable. Can I say that again? You are valuable. Even with people overlooking you, even with people judging you by what you went through, even by people judging you by what you actually did, you are a value. So just for one more moment, if you would, if you're comfortable with it, this is not something religious that I'm trying to get us to do, 
But I want to send a sign to heaven and I want to send a sign to hell that we will be those who are put on display for God's glory, that we will walk in his splendor, that we will walk in his image, that we will walk in his likeness. So for a moment, can you just lift your hands right here all over the building? Guys, can we lift that up? Heal this room. Heal this room. Let's just minister prophetically. I believe the Lord is speaking life into us in this room right now. I might not get to the other things that I wanted to say today, but I believe the Lord is already moving in this place.
walk in it. Walk in it, walk in it. you to keep that one right there in the pocket. Let me just say this over us really quickly. Even as he's singing that song of the Lord, saying that we let go so God can do what he wants to do, what I was going to speak today about was being founded in faith. Being founded in faith. And I just want to throw out, plant some seed real quickly just so we can understand what's behind the song that we're singing. Faith is a constant outlook of trust and dependence towards God. Faith is a constant outlook of trust and dependence on God. Faith is also the assurance that the thing God said in his word is true. And that God will act according to what he has said in his word. Can I say it again? Faith is the assurance that the thing God has said in his word is true. There's no debate about it. And that God, he's not a man. So he cannot lie. He will act according to what he has said in his word. Watch this. Faith is an active posture of enduring, even when things don't look like they're going to be, knowing that they will be because God is all in all. I got to say that one more time. I got to say it one more time because we're walking in it right now. Faith is an active posture, it's not passive. It's an active posture understanding. He's already told me that he's going to do some things in his word. So in order for me to find out what he's going to do, I have to get where? In his word. And so when we're doing this and we're talking through these moments, this is not just this emotional time. What we're doing is we're confirming in the spirit what God already said in his word. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, now faith. Somebody say, now faith. It says, now faith, because what it means is that if you're not actively in this present moment engaging him in faith, you're not operating in faith. 
And what he wants us to know is that in this now faith, it is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And as we understand that, we all have to take a look at what are the things that he already said that the evidence is in his word. I might not be able to see it yet, but I'm gonna stand confident in now faith. I love how the next verse says in Hebrews 11:6 it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. It goes on to say, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. Put a period right there. A lot of times we run past that, but I wanna put a period right there. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. What is he? He is the healer. He is the provider. He is the sustainer. He is the mind regulator. He is the relationship expert before there was a relationship expert. And that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. This is what we're doing right now. We're diligently seeking him. Because we're not, come, come, we're not in here stuck to our agenda. We're in here saying, God, whatever you want to do, I'm open. I'm letting go of all control because I'm open. In this week to come, I might get some bad news, but I'm open to what you've already said. As I was standing over there, I started to get this splitting headache. And what I feel like is that the Lord was just prompting me to stand in the gap for somebody that might be dealing with migraine headaches. And whether it's a migraine headache, whether it's something in your arm, whether it's something in your leg, there is healing in this room. And what I want to invite you to do in this next moment, we're not going to be here too much longer. But in this next moment, I want to ask our prayer leaders to come down to the front and kind of make your way around here. In this moment, while there is already healing in this place, I want you, if that's you and you feel like God is moving, I want you to start doing something that you couldn't do before. If your back was hurting and it was stiff, I need you to start moving that back. If your arm was restricted, I need you to start moving that arm and praising God. If your legs were hurting, if your foot was hurt, I need you to step out into the aisles and walk around to testify to the Lord that this is a house of faith. And so for this next few moments, we're going to just lift up the fact that we are built on the solid rock, that we are building our lives on the firm foundation of the spirit of the living God. And as our prayer leaders are down here, prayer leaders, raise your hand real quick for me. Some of you will need someone just to stand in the gap with you. We didn't come with a full agenda today. Again, we're starting a new series next week, and we'll get to all of that. But today, God is in the house, and he wants to touch you right in the place where you are. So as we're worshiping, if you need to step out of your seat and come and pray with one of our prayer leaders, they're equipped to minister to you. They're equipped to touch and agree with you and to match their faith with yours. But let's just build our lives on a firm foundation. Let's rejoice in this. And again, if healing is coming upon your body, let's activate that healing right now in the name of Jesus. Let's worship.
Jesus, Jesus, there is a fire in this house right now that is burning away the old things in our life, the things that need to go. And I would encourage you strongly in this moment to tap into what the Lord is doing in your life, to ask for God to open up the floodgates over your life, to increase your faith, to increase your faith in this moment, to believe that you can live in the fullness of Christ, that called, that the fullness of what Christ has called you to do. And so I, I just had this scripture coming in this morning on my heart. I just want to read this. I read this first service. It's Colossians 3, verse 2 and 3. It says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. For you have died and your life is hidden in Christ. Your life is hidden in Christ. In Christ. I'm telling you, God is raising up a generation of people right now where we're the same. We're steady. We're walking with God no matter what's thrown our way. Where we're not on a, on a mountain one day and then we get bad news or something happens and now we're in a low. But we're steady in Christ. And that takes faith. That takes God activating something in our heart that we would fully believe that we're loved by God. We would come in that place and we would love people from that place. So I'm going to pray that. I just want us to lift our hands right now. Jesus, Father of glory, Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, that you would just do something in our hearts and regarding faith. Lord, increase our faith in, in our hearts, God, right now, that you would grow us, Lord. All this unbelief, the things that we see happening around us, and we're like, well, that can't change. That can't happen. Lord, I pray you would remove that from our DNA, that you would raise up a righteousness, and you can say, yes, that can happen. Yes, that will happen. Yes, that can happen. Yes, that will happen. And we would take hold of our life and really activate our faith and walk in your ways, walk in your glory, walk as sons and daughters of the living God. Listen, you are a son and you are a daughter. You are a son, you are a daughter. And until you start believing that, you won't fully walk in faith. So Lord, let us believe it. Give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear what you're doing in the spirit in Jesus' name. I pray for revival on this house. Revival in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 I want to lift something up and pray over it, then we're going to just let faith rise up for a moment before we leave today. But why don't you join me in praying and activate your faith even as we pray this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that faith is full in this place. Father, I thank you right now for every person who came into this room today, that they were seeking something from you and that they have found it today. Father, I pray for the misfit, the person who thought that they were out of place. And I declare, Lord, they're not a misfit, but they are rightly positioned right where you have called them to be. Father, I pray right now for the person who thought that they were not enough. And I declare right now, healing is coming to their hearts even right now. Father, I pray over Victory Midtown that we understand that we walk with the mantle of the apostolic, of the prophetic, of, of the trudging up of old wells that our fathers in the spirit have dug up. 
but in this next season, even as we go into our new location, that we will carry your presence with us like the tabernacle. Father, I thank you right now that those people who thought that they were far away from you, that they will meet us, that they will see us and know that they can feel your presence. Father, I come against the person who thought because they got caught up in even in human sex trafficking that they are obsolete or that they are nothing. But I declare that their worth is only in you. And Father, I thank you that we will be a people who will leave no one behind, but we will be a people who look into the eyes of another person, even behind a mask, and we will be able to see past what they are showing us with their face and be able to speak to them in their spirit. God, I pray right now that this people here at Victory Midtown, that we are full of faith, that we are full of faith, that faith is rising up in us, that each and every place that we go, that we carry your presence. God, I pray right now that we seal safety in our people. I declare right now that even with any variant, with any virus, with anything that tries to come up, that here at Victory Midtown, here at Victory Church, we declare that we shall live and not die to declare the mighty work of the kingdom. Can I say it again? I declare here in the room and those online that you will live and not die and declare the work of the Lord. I declare that you will live and not die to declare the mighty work of the Lord. I declare immunity to you in the name of Jesus. I declare immunity to you in the name of Jesus. I declare right now that when the enemy tries to come in, like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard against it. I declare that you are flooding us with your spirit, God. You are flooding us with your presence, God. You are allowing us to see you in a new light. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Let faith rise up in this room. 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 Let faith rise up. In this room. Let faith rise up.